Smarties. Today we are excited to share our tips and tricks for helping learners to understand themselves from a metacognitive perspective. We discussed metacognition in episode 239, which we've linked in the show notes. And in that episode, we went over what it is, why it's important, and how to have reflective and collaborative conversations to encourage metacognitive awareness in your learners. Today we dig into some more of this with some macro and micro questions that inspire metacognitive awareness. We would be honored to work with your learner if you feel like they would benefit from having a deeper understanding of who they are as a learner, how they experience the world, school, all the things. We would be super excited to have a conversation with you. The best way to do that is to sign up for a phone call on our website. My website is www.capedtherapy.com. That's cap with a K and two P's. And at Cap Ed Therapy Group in Beverly Hills, California, and virtually everywhere. We specialize in learners with ADHD and executive functioning skills challenges or sign up for a phone call with Steph's practice, my ed therapist in Redondo Beach, California and Manhattan Beach, California and virtually everywhere. You can sign up for a phone call on her website, www.myedtherapist.com. Let's dig in. You want to learn faster, but sometimes working harder is just not the answer. You have to learn smarter. The Educational Therapy Podcast. Hi, Smarties. Welcome to episode 269 of Learn Smarter, the Educational Therapy Podcast. I'm Stephanie Pitts. And I'm Rachel Cap. So today we're going to talk about macro and micro metacognition. So, and why it's important with looking at that. And here are some questions to ask your learners. So let's just get right into it. Rach, what are some macro questions? Yeah, so this is an activity I do intermittently with learners in my practice. There are some really good natural opportunities for self-reflection throughout the year. So if you haven't taken a look at our Ed Therapy timeline, and we did an episode on that, we'll go ahead and link that episode in the show notes as well. We talk about really good opportunities of quote unquote, what should be happening at certain times of the year, but a really good opportunity to sort of do this macro exercises in January before spring break at the end of the semester, before the start of this next semester, and then either January again or right before winter break. And this activity is super simple. You're not looking for a learner to write a whole lot. In fact, you're looking for bullet points from them. And so you want them to get some perspective on the following three questions. Where did we start? Another question can be like, what were things like before Rachel? Sometimes I write that (laughs) depending on the kid. Where are we now? What are things like now? And where are we going? What do we want things to be like? So it's literally the easiest framework. Smarties, it's past, present, and future. Mm -hmm. It makes it very clear what you've worked on, what you are working on, and what you will be working on. It's really a nice, simple way to give your learner language around what you're doing. And these are all questions that they can answer. These are answerable questions that facilitate conversation and metacognitive awareness. So Steph, what would you add to this idea? It's smart to put it in a time frame. So if we're at the beginning of a new grading period, what was it like at the last grading period? Right. Where are we now? Where do we want to be at the end of the grading period? You could do it within a school year. I think it's important that it's not like 
you're in seventh grade talking about when you were in first grade. Right. Listen, you could be talking about a month ago or three months ago. Mm -hmm. It could be last week. It's really about giving a time-bound amount that like we can make sure that they're cognitive about that span of time because a lot of them I don't remember. Right. And this is one of those things that you can continue to add on to as they grow and learn. Exactly. I love when we do these episodes, stuff because now you're going to teach me about some of the stuff that you do in the micro <laughs> that I probably do as well, but I'm not aware of it. I don't have metacognitive awareness about it for myself. So what are some of the micro questions that you can ask in the moment that inspire reflective and collaborative conversations about who your learners are in the world at that particular moment. These are the things that I work on just about every session. The first question that I ask them is, what do you have to do and when are you going to do it? Starting out with calendaring, figuring out what did you write down? What did you forget to write down? What's all the information that's been put in your portal that you didn't see yet? What do you have to do? Okay, now let's talk about when you have to do it. Helping them plan. Mm -hmm. And that's really, really important. Planning and prioritizing, as we know. So they are fully aware and we fully have conversations about all the things that they need to do and then when they're going to do it. And have them put it in the calendar. And it's documented and there's language around it, which is so key. For sure. And then the thing that often comes up is a student will say, I will ask my teacher tomorrow or I'll turn that in tomorrow. Yeah, sure you will. And so the question becomes, well, how are you going to remember to remember? Right. And then they always look at me like, oh, well, I'm just going to remember. That's not a strategy. Right. Memory is not a strategy. Yeah. So then we're talking about, okay, what has worked in the past? What hasn't worked with trying to remember? What is something that you can do? Where can you put it? How can you remind yourself? What external thing can be set in place as a backup, quote unquote, but Mm -hmm. they can rely on so that they remember to remember to turn that thing in or do that thing? Then the third question that always comes up is, After a test or after a grading period or whatever it is that you're talking about, what worked and what didn't? Mm -hmm. So there is a history teacher in particular down here that has very, very hard tests. They're the college level tests for middle schoolers. It sounds notorious. Very notorious. And so a lot of times we talk about, okay, we go back through the test. What worked in the way that you studied? And the way that he asked the questions and the way that you approach the questions and what didn't, where were things getting, you know, misread, misunderstood, misplaced, whatever the situation is, talking about honing in on what they need and what works for them in particular. And this is why educational therapy is so individualized because helping them understand what works for them and what doesn't is huge. Because then they have that to fall back on, and then that becomes a habit after practicing it. So these are some of the questions that if you're an educational therapist or a learning specialist or a learning support person, these are probably natural questions that you have been asking the learners that you're working with. But we want to make them even more aware that we are asking these questions to build a skill and to build that awareness about who they are with the ultimate goal being that they can predict what may be difficult and why. 
and know what to do about it. Mm-hmm. That is the goal. So Smarties, take these questions, consider it, especially at this time of year, as you are thinking about starting educational therapy for the fall, or you've been working with clients on intervention skills or enrichment skills or remediation skills. Think, take a moment to be reflective with your learners about their learning. And we'll leave it at that. I like it. Have a great week, Smarties. Have a great week. 